It's Thursday, November 18th, 2010. BP made poor decisions in the Gulf, says the National Obvious Commission. GM is back, baby. No food safety bill for you. Plus, a Republican blast Republican climate change deniers. You know, it's a wonderful thing about congressional hearings. They're on the record because I want our grandchildren to read what you said and what I said. Ooh, snap. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The book of the Revelation clearly lays out exactly what will happen when the Earth ends. And it never mentions environmental disaster. It just says the trees and grass will burn, a third of the creatures in the sea will die, the waters will turn bitter, and smoke will rise from the abyss like the smoke from my gigantic furnace darkening the sun. Nothing about cap and trade in there. He's got a point. This is your Green News Report. The Green News Report is sponsored by You, Yes, You. We tell the truth over your public airwaves, but we need your support to do it. Please stop by our website, greennews.bradblog.com, and contribute to our efforts. Or you can PayPal to greennews@bradblog.com. We appreciate your support. Okay, Des, well, GM is back, but I still don't have me my electric car. I just want to put that on the record. I'm waiting for my electric car. Yep, General Motors is back if returning to the New York Stock Exchange is your primary indicator. After a billion-dollar bailout from the U.S. taxpayer, America's biggest automaker on Thursday relaunched as a public company with an initial public offering of reanimated GM stock priced at $35 a share. Is it fair to say the GM bailout was indeed a success? Only if you believe that saving millions of American jobs counts as a success. No wonder Mitch McConnell calls it a failure. BP made poor decisions on the Deepwater Horizon rig, paving the way for disaster, says yet another independent investigation, a joint panel of the National Academy of Engineering and the National Research Council. The panel concluded this week that cost-cutting measures led to ever more high-risk decisions and red flags that were ignored, ultimately setting the stage for the worst oil spill in the nation's history. We've reported for uh, months on end now all of the failures of BP, How many of those folks who made such cataclysmic decisions at BP have now paid a price, are sitting in jail, have been fined? I believe the answer to that is zero. Oh, okay. Well, good thing we have commissions anyway. After a year that saw major unprecedented food recalls, like the half a billion eggs recalled over the summer due to salmonella contamination, if you thought that that meant the Democrats would use the lame duck session to pass the long-delayed food safety bill in the Senate, you have no idea how lame the Democrats actually are. Senator Ben Nelson, a Democrat from the farm state of Nebraska, on Thursday voted against cloture, preventing Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid from even bringing the food safety bill up for a vote. Not only that, there was also a bipartisan provision in the food safety bill that would limit the use of BPA in baby bottles. BPA is a chemical added to plastics that is known to leach into foods and is linked to long-term reproductive problems. Well, that bipartisan deal to limit BPA in baby bottles was killed off this week by Republicans after heavy lobbying from the American Chemistry Council. 
But wait, there's more. Democrats on the House Energy Subcommittee held one last hearing this week on climate change. They called it a rational discussion on climate change and invited a number of actual climate scientists to testify on the current state of the science. Some committee Republicans used the time to air their anti-science opinions, except for outgoing Republican John Inglis of South Carolina, who was defeated in the primaries by a Tea Party candidate. He had some cautionary advice for his fellow Republicans. And I'd also suggest to my free enterprise colleagues, especially conservatives here, whether you think it's all a bunch of hooey that we've talked about in this committee, the Chinese don't. And they plan on eating our lunch in this next century. They plan on innovating around these problems and selling to us and the rest of the world the technology that will lead the 21st century. So we may just press the pause button here for several years, but China is pressing the fast forward button. It bears repeating that Congressman John Inglis is a Republican, and he was calling out his fellow Republicans in that committee. That wasn't all he had to say. He also took this parting shot. Meanwhile, we got people uh, that make a living and a lot of money on talk radio and talk TV pronouncing all kinds of things. They slept at Holiday Inn Express last night, and they are now experts on climate. And those folks substitute their judgment for the people who have PhDs and who are working tirelessly to discover the data. Thank you very much, Republican Congressman John Inglis. No wonder you had to be destroyed by the corporate Tea Party. For more on that and the stories we didn't get to today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You can download us anytime at iTunes, listen to us via Stitcher Radio on your smartphone, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Science is real. 